All right, thank you for all the music and everything this morning and everybody being in our places. Um, we're going to be looking at the book of Acts. Of course, today is our, our, our offering Sunday. I won't be long with the message. Um, when it comes to what we're trying to do with giving, we've mentioned it over the course of the last few weeks. And if you get it, you get it. If you don't get it, then I understand that maybe you're newer. Uh, that video that we made, I asked the guys to put that together. That is my, my, that picture of Pastor Esposito when we just had the dirt here. And he, he took the, we took the spray paint and we, we kind of laid out what this auditorium was going to look like one day when it was done. That's my favorite. And that's what we're trying to accomplish. That's the vision. He had a vision for getting this building done and, um, and a majority of that has come to pass. We're almost to the, the finish line of the rest of the building. And by the way, it's going quick now. And we need to get to the, the finish line. I like what he said there. Uh, well, I don't like it, but it's true. About the, you know, the longer it takes, the stronger you get. I feel like Superman, okay? This is taking quite a while here. And, uh, but we're, we're getting there. And we need it. Look, a church, if a church is going to, to grow as ours has over the years, a church is always going to be, in a sense, don't take this wrong, in transition. Now, not that we're transitioning, okay, none of that stuff, but uh, it's in a transition. You know, we, for years we had church outside, and, and we still have Sunday school classes outside and that kind of stuff. That's kind of coming to an end. And we've never had the facilities we've needed to do the, the, the ministry that we want to do, or the fact of the matter, the ministry that we are doing. And so we've, we've made strides in that. We've always, I mean, I think of our buses. It was kind of a blessing when the city... Uh, when the government shut down our buses with the, uh, you had to get the new buses, and uh, we were able through your giving to get the new buses, and they run great, and it's fabulous, and all the different things. But, but um, this, is, this is a time in our church's life, and, and we, we, got, we got to get this. And it's a giving campaign. I, I have no problem, problem asking people to give because, I, first of all, I don't mind giving, and I like to give. Yeah. I don't know where I got it early on in my Christian life, but I just like, if we're supposed to give, let's go. And I'm not asking you to give to me, okay? And uh, I wouldn't do that. You probably wouldn't get much, right? But uh, we're giving for the Lord and for his work and for reaching people. And through the years, um, just many have been reached. And so that's, that's where we're at. I want to share a little thought from here, and then we'll, we'll go into the offering in a minute. But we are at graduation season. We already had the college graduation, and, and we had uh, this, this week, we had kindergarten graduation on... Friday? Okay, one of my granddaughters graduated. I don't think she got it, but she graduated. She's moving on to first grade. Great things in her life. And uh, we're having high school graduation this, this Friday. And when we think of graduation, you know, you get to the end. And, uh, and I'm done. You're not done. Think about it. When you graduate, that's just the beginning. You're going to finish graduation like, I'm out of school, I'm out of high school, everything's going to be great. No, life's beginning now. And compared to life, high school's easy. Okay, you're going to wish that you had those English tests, all right? Okay, maybe not English, but pick something else out. Because as we're going to find out in the story here, the end is not the end always. The end sometimes is just the beginning. That's what we're going to see. The book of Acts was written by Luke. At the, at the end of uh, Luke, uh, 
the last part of Luke, we see the believers are in the temple praising God. Now he is going to, to God's going to use him to write the, the book of Luke, and that's going to take that time from the time that Jesus Christ leaves this earth, and it's going to tell the acts of the early church. It starts with Peter. It transfers to Paul, and um, for those of you that the 60s, it has nothing to do with Mary. How many of you know what that is, right? Okay. How do you know that, Raul? You're not that old. But that's the book of Acts. So in Acts chapter 1, Luke picks this up. And Christ comes in, and he's about ready to leave the earth. His time is done. He has died on the cross. He has, he has resurrected. He's met with his guys. And, and now he's going to leave and go to heaven. And so what he does is he leaves them some instructions. The disciples were confused about Christ. When he came to this earth, many of them thought, you know, he had some type of different plan. And he told them straight out, I'm going to die. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be resur resurrect from the dead. And they didn't get it. In fact, Peter told them like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. But they didn't quite understand all of it. And so Christ is going to help them here understand what he has for them. To them, when he died, that seemed like the end of things. But for Christ and for the church and for his purpose and his plan on this earth was just the beginning. And he's trying to help them. I want to apply that to what we're doing here. We are at the end of our building campaign. The future is now. What we're trying to do with our building, what we're trying to accomplish is not just for now, although we need it desperately now. It is also for what we want to do in the future. We don't need to be so nearsighted that we're only thinking about what's happening today and that we could be comfortable. I mean, we, are, we, we, had our, we have our men's meeting and we meet over in the Spanish auditorium. Whenever I sit in the Spanish auditorium, I think back to when we used to have church there. How many of you remember that? People sitting in that narrow auditorium, people up. We, we, we walled it off and made a room. The little balcony off to the side. In the early days, we used to put people in the old uh, foyer area. And then we remember the little outside room. And people were sitting outside watching the church service on the screen. And then during the, we'd open the windows up so they could fill part of the church service. And in the summer, all that did was take the air conditioning out and made it hotter. And as I sit in there, I'm like, man, that used to be so exciting when we first started that. Like, look what God's doing. People have to meet outside. Now I go in there and I'm like, thankfully, we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. I kind of like air conditioning. Yeah. I kind of like that you don't open the windows and it all takes off. I kind of like having everybody together. Yes. But we have to move on. So we are coming now to that and we need to get there. Now, in Acts chapter 1, we see that. We see that Jesus is leaving, but it's not the end. It is just the beginning of what he wants to accomplish. And it has some elements in there that we must avoid if we are going to continue to go forward for what God wants us to do. By the way, we need to think about the next generation. We've got, we can't be so narrow-minded that we are only thinking about ourselves. You do understand things are not getting better. You do understand that things are getting worse and worse and worse. Yep. Amen. Let me be annoyed for a minute. There's my, one of my granddaughters, probably the most energetic, up there graduating from five-year-old kindergarten. 
You know, in the public schools, they're giving those children, there's books in their library showing them pictures that aren't appropriate for adults. I'm thankful we have something different. Our children are being targeted for a godless lifestyle and now an immoral lifestyle. And listen, they're not going to get help in the world. They need to get it in the church. We have to think about that. I'm glad that I have a church I can go to. I'm glad for how it helps me. But listen, uh, I don't have, I'm, I'm, I'm older, I'm not old. Okay? I, now I have some people that I know my age who are old. But I'm not old. But listen, I, don't, I, I can make it to the end. But what about my grandchildren? I have 11 of them in this Christian school. Now I have more than that. I have my, my daughter is in our Christian school. And I'm thinking about the future for them. I'm thinking about what needs to happen for them. There has to be a place where they can come to and be encouraged in the right things. Where they can come and, and all the nonsense that's being drummed up around the world outside the doors of this church, there's some place where there's common sense, where there's spiritual sense, where there's protection. Now let's get to the message. So what are some things we must avoid if we're going to continue the work that God has given us? Let me give you to them super brief. Number one, we can't get comfortable. Look at verse 1 of Acts chapter 1. He says, The former treatise, speaking of the book of Luke, have I made of Theopolis of all that Jesus, what's that next word? Began both to do and to teach. See, Luke, and then we get into the book of Acts as the disciples are going to take this over, it's talking about what Jesus did, his works, and what he began to do and to teach. That is his doctrine. But the key word is there, began. You say, Pastor, when did that end? It hasn't ended yet. It just started. And what we need to do is understand that. Because um, Jesus began these things, but let me just say this, and I'll explain it. It doesn't sound blasphemous. He didn't finish it. Now, he finished his work on this earth. We know that. He finished what he came to do, but his plan and his purpose and getting to the gospel of this world, that hasn't ended. It's just began. That's what he left for us. And the problem is we forget that sometimes and we get comfortable. We need to keep going forward. We need to finish what he wants us to do. It's very simple. He's given us all of the instructions we need, and we'll see those in a minute. The problem is, too many churches today are comfortable. They think Jesus began the work, and they finished the work, and they just come and sit in the pew for a little bit on Sundays, and everything's all good. There's none of God in that. There's things God wants us to accomplish. There's things God wants us to do. There are people God wants us to reach. But we get comfortable. He tells them that we're supposed to go into the world. We start here. We start, our, we start here and we send it out throughout the world through missionaries and other things. You know, a comfortable church, it won't challenge you to give. 
the easiest thing to do would have been not to build this building and keep pe having people meet outside and all the drama and all of that and just not go through this. And I'll be honest with you, I'll say it, it's a hassle. It is. But it's a blessing when you get to the end. Okay, some of the best things in life you got to fight for. Okay. You know, I'd, sometimes I'd walk around this building and the city was doing something goofy. They shut us down for two years here and they shut us down for nine months there. And I'm walking around, look at the building like, you are not going to win. You will be done. Sometimes I just walk by the building, I'm just shaking my head like, man, what are we doing? And then I go to my office and get right with God, okay? But it's like, look, there's a reason for all of this. Jesus doesn't want us to be comfortable. He, he want, now, I'll be honest, I, I, I do like comfort, okay? I do like sitting indoors. Remember the first time we had church service inside when we bought the building on Pacific, I, I sat in the auditorium there after meeting outside for nine years, and I'm like, I can get used to this. This is way better than getting wet when it rains and, and cold when it's uh, freezing when it's cold. But it's not about comfort. It's about doing God's work. And so comfortable churches don't do that. They just kind of, well, we'll just do what we're going to do. I, 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 sometimes I make visits up in North Long Beach, and when we were trying to get approved for this building, I, we had to do a parking study, and so I had to take care of that, and I, I did all the different things, and there was a church in North Long Beach that, that was doing the same thing. They were trying to get a parking variance, and so I kind of talked to them a little bit, and, and I saw what they were doing, and I went down to the city council meeting when they got approved, and I'm like, okay, that's how you do it. That's what we're going to do, and we went down there, and we got approved. I, I, sometimes when I'm visiting, I'll drive down Artesian. I'll see where they got approved to build. They never started. They never even got it going. I don't know why. But they went through all that hassle and all that expense, and they didn't even build a building. Listen, there's things we have to do. And the building is just part of it. So let's not get comfortable. Secondly, we can't lose focus. Look at verse 2. Until the day in which he was taken up, when Jesus be taken that after that through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles. Verse 3, to whom he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days, uh, speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. He didn't just leave, he left them instructions. He, just, he didn't just leave, he gave them a job to do. He gave them commands to obey. He gave them a ministry to fulfill the kingdom of God. He told them these things. Here's what you got to do. Here's what you're going to accomplish. I'm leaving. I'm leaving it to you. Here's what you got to do. But you know what happens sometimes? We know what God wants us to do, and we lose focus. We lose focus. And we, we start seeing other things that keep us from doing the things that God wants us to do. By the way, we're not going to lose focus around here. That was weak. Let me say it one more time. Maybe the coffee didn't kick in. We are not going to lose focus around here. I love activities. Now, we're scaling back a little this summer. We do the thing. Every Monday night, my wife and I are having dinner with somebody, and every Friday night, we're having a group over our house and all these different things, and, and, and you know, summer saturation and all of it. By the time it's vacation time, we're ready to get out of here. We're sick of seeing you. Okay? We're done with it. And I'm I love activities. I love, believe it or not, I don't like you, but I love being around you. 
But you know what? That's not our focus. Our focus is getting the gospel out. That's part of the encouragement. I get all that. But a church cannot lose focus. Pastor, I don't think we should go soul winning. Then one of two things, fire me or find another church. By the way, there's a commercial. Summer saturation is coming in a few weeks. I hope that you'll get on board with us. We have big groups that go out, and we blitz this area. Summer's a great time to share the gospel. Say, Pastor, I've never done that. That's fine. Come with us. We'll help you. But we lose focus individually, don't we? We used to serve, and now we're, we're content with just to set. We used to be concerned about the future, and, and now we've grown a little older, and now we're not, we're not caring about that as much. We cannot lose focus. A church that loses focus becomes stagnant. You ever seen a stagnant pond? It's, 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 it's green. It stinks. And it's full of death. We don't want that. Another thing we need to be careful of, we need to understand we can't do it alone. Look at verse 4. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days thence. You see that in the book of John, particularly I believe it's chapter 17, where he says, I'm leaving and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send a comforter and the Spirit of God and he'll guide you into all truth. Listen, we're not doing what we're doing alone, we're doing it with God's help. Brother Cooper preached on that to the men on, on, on Friday night. Listen, th- this isn't our work. Okay, we don't go around trying to uplift ourselves, right? You know, uh, it, it's, it's about what God's doing here. And I'm like you, sometimes I see what happens on sometimes and I come in, I'm like, I don't know why this is happening. God just decided to do something and I'm glad I'm a part of it. But once we start taking credit, you know, we can't do that. We've got to let God do something. But let me just say this, God cannot do anything through us if we're not willing to let him use us. Trying to do our own thing. God can do tremendous things. He has done tremendous things. But we're trying to do it alone. Missionary years ago that came back, and he came back to America after being gone for a long time, and he said, it's amazing what the modern church can accomplish without God. Remember um, Brother Hawking. How many remember Brother Hawking? Missionary in Cameroon for 57 years. Came to our church. I, I knew who his brother was. When he left to go, he was, he, was a, he was part of the Grace Brethren denomination. When he came back, he was sickened by what they had become. When he came to our church, yep. he saw the change in the churches of America. I've talked to him. I talked to him before he passed away. He said, they, they've lost their moorings. They've lost their, what, what is going on? Listen, I don't want to lose that. And I want God to do something great in our midst. Yep. You know, I, I sit around like, Lord, I don't know what you're doing. I just don't want to mess it up. I just, I just want to see you do something great. We have so many good people that help. Jesus said he'd be with us in Matthew, what we call the Great Commission. Lo, I am with you always. Next, we can't get sidetracked. Look at verse 6. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? 
And he said unto them, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons, which a father had put in his own power. He said, the Holy Ghost is going to come, and he's going to give you the power. And they, they totally derailed it. Like, hey, what, what's, the, what's this up with the kingdom? It had nothing to do with what he was trying to teach them. Yeah. You ever go soul winning? You talk to someone about salvation, sometimes you can tell when they're under conviction. They'll ask you a, 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 they'll ask you a question that has nothing to do with salvation. How many know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know, I've, I've been thinking about going to church, and I have this question that says, they're trying to get off the subject because God's dealing with them. And they're getting sidetracked. He's like, hey, that's not what we're talking about, guys. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the fact I'm leaving, I have a job for you to do, and I got power for you to get the job done. Do we not get sidetracked sometimes? We need to be very careful. I know people that have gotten sidetracked. Uh, remember when I was younger, there was a great pastor at a church in Oregon. This is many years ago. He was doing a great, great job. But he got into politics. And by the way, I'm not against standing up for right. That's not politics, by the way. That's morality. Yeah. Right? So oh, I don't think you should ever say anything. Tell John the Baptist about that. Yeah. You know, Herod married his wife's brother, and it was some janky thing. And he said, you can't have her. Oh, he's getting into politics. No, he's talking about morality. Yeah. And if they can talk about morality, so can I. Yeah. Anyhow. Back to this message. So he, he started getting into politics, and he decided to leave his church and run for governor. He didn't, he didn't get elected. He also didn't go back to pastoring. To me, that would have been a step down. Okay? And I'm all for voting in the, the best guy possible, but we don't, we, don't, we don't need to be governors. We need to follow God. A church can do more to help a community than our governor, than our mayor ever could. Especially the last mayor we had. I won't even get into that. We can do more to bring, the, bring, bring healing to this community than they ever will. They have no answers. They can't even fix the potholes. Man. Just kidding. That takes money. But let's, let's stay on focus. God wants us to reach and help people. Yeah. Let's not get sidetracked on that. We can't be powerless. We already mentioned, look at verse 8. So Jesus just tells them, hey, look, you don't, that's not what we're talking about. Let me explain it to you. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. We need to be filled with God's Spirit. He sent his spirit to us. And what it means being filled to this, with the spirit, it just really means this. We're surrendered to him. We want him to do things in our life. But I'm so glad that, that when I read my Bible, I can understand it a little because of the spirit of God. He doesn't speak to me audibly. He speaks through his word. If it's not in his word, it's not from God. Well, pastor, I want to hear God speak audibly. Read it out loud. Those are God's words. But he's given us his power. First thing I heard when I went to college is like, you ought to pray for power. And that's right. Now, some of my brethren in college, they prayed for power like it was something that was self-serving. All it means is we want God to do something. When we go out, summer saturation, sign up, start Thursday. When we go out to summer saturation and we talk to people, listen, we don't, we don't save anybody. Share the gospel. You know, when I got saved, I got saved on, you already know it, Easter Sunday. I'm going to quit giving the date because then you try and figure out how old I am. But Easter Sunday, a long time ago. You know how long it took the guy to witness to me, Doug? Five minutes. You know why? God had already been dealing with me for two years. I already knew. 
And his spirit was convicting me, and I was ignoring it over and over. Well, I went to church on that Sunday morning on Easter, and I heard the message. It's like, it's time. He didn't know that. All he knew was I was in. It wasn't him, although I, I don't even know who it was. I can't even go back to where it was. Up in Paramount, they put a condo there. It's probably someone's restroom right there where I got saved. I don't know. But you know what? Because the Spirit of God had been working on me. That's what he does. We'll talk to someone. It's like, wow, they got saved. You know why? God was dealing with them. We got to be a part of it. Next, we can't abandon the game plan. He says, continuing in verse 8, And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. You know what we call that? We call that the Great Commission. We're supposed to take the gospel here, and then we take it spreading out from here to everywhere in this world. We have a church in Monterey Park. I was just with them for their, 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 they just were raising money. Thank God they were. They needed it. We started several years ago. We have teams everywhere. Listen, we've got to get the gospel everywhere we can. We, we can't just be concerned, and, and, and I appreciate that we give to missions and we're involved in all of that because, because that's very spiritual giving. It's not for anything that's here. It's for something we'll probably never see except on Thursday nights, but it's still effective. But that's our game plan, and if we're not going to do it here, we won't do it there. If we're not going to invest in it here, why would we invest in it anywhere else? And we've got to stick with the game plan. If you don't follow the game plan, you don't win. That's all there is to it. When I coached, I tried to figure out what the other team was doing, and like, here's my game plan. I know what they're doing, and we'll put someone right there to stop them. Okay? But if you got away from that, you're not going to win. You know what? If we ever get away from the gospel, um, this is just going to become a social club, and eventually it'll die. I, 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 when we first moved into here, we were, we were doing remodeling of the old building over there, and um, that we found a book from the church. It was a brethren church, and it was their 25th anniversary of moving into that building. They, they moved in in 1950, and the book was from 1975. And I was looking at that book. That, that church was on fire. It wasn't even Baptist church. They had full, full crowds. They were running buses. And I'm like, man, that church was on the move. You know why we were able to purchase it? Because it died less than 20 years later. It was dead. They were renting the building out just to make sure they could do the upkeep. They weren't even having services. I don't want that to happen here. Let's keep going forward. If we keep doing what God wants us to do, he'll provide for us, and we will move forward. And then lastly here, we can't work independently. You look at verse 13 and 14, they're, they're, they're working together. They're all together. You know what it takes for us to, to fulfill, to finish the work that he began? We all have to be a part of it. Yeah. We all have to be a part of it. We talked about our giving. We, one of the three keys to our giving is everybody being involved to whatever extent they can be involved. But you know what? It's also when it comes to serving and working. We started several ministries this year. I'm, I'm really excited about it. By the way, I want to start more. Oh, thank you. That was one amen. Okay, the coffee didn't kick in yet. I think we, you know what? I think we fed you decaf today. And someone's going to get fired for that. 
You know what decaf is? Decaf is practice coffee. Okay? It's like practice. We're talking about practice, anyhow. Okay? But, but we need to do more. We're only limited by the people that we have. We have a drive. We, by the way, we need more bus drivers. It's not even in the outline, but it sounds good. I mean, our buses are on fire. And we need to start another route. And we have someone in the works, but we could use more. We're in these rest homes and, and all these folks and, 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 and all these different things we're doing. Look, at we, it's, we're just limited by people. And I want to keep going forward. By the way, we have a lot of people that work. But when you start new things, you just need more. And some of you have been coming around and you're growing in your faith. And you know what? God wants to use you. Not just get this building done, but we're going to get this building done and have more ministries. Now you've got to jump in and help. Here, what's the point? I have no idea. <laughs> just kidding. Jesus didn't end his work when he left this earth. Right. Fact of the matter, his end was our beginning. Yep. And we need to keep going forward. Part of that's this building. Yep. The rest of it is serving and following his purpose. Yep. And man, it's a great thing. We do that, that's why we're to this place. But we need to keep doing it. And we need to keep going forward. And I hope that you'll be a part of what we're trying to do today and then as we go forward. Let's bow our head and close our eyes for a minute. Let's not leave. We, we're not done with the service. We're going to have the offering portion in a minute. We, we took a lot of, uh, we have several different services going on. Took some people out today, so, so we're fine. But Jesus started the work and we have to continue. For us, in, 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 our, um, in our mode right now, part of that is this building. I like the pioneer spirit. We've always had the pioneer spirit. Love all the stuff, man. People meeting outside and, you know, if it rains, we get wet. That's exciting, but those days need to end. And we're ready. We can do so much more. I'm even thinking about the gymnasium. You know, we can have leagues to reach people. Do you know when we move to that little 2,400 foot built 2,400 square foot building that we met outside for, there was a basketball court on there and the neighborhood kids would come and play. So we said, let's have a Friday night outreach league. And so we did. We, we had eight teams. Part of the teams were people from the church, but most of them were guys that didn't go to our church. And you know, a lot of those kids would get saved. But you know who was on that team? Brother Tongdi. Now he couldn't play a lick, but he was on the team. Where's Brother Tongdi now leading the team in Laos? Yep. Got saved in a basketball league. Yep. We could do that here. There is so much we could do. Part of this process is getting done. We are so close. The majority of the, uh, well, actually, all the big uh, inspections, we've already got through there. We had a lot of problem with that recently. We're done with those. Just a matter of getting it done. But why? Because we want to continue the work that Jesus began. And we'll do two things. We'll have the invitation here, and then after the invitation, we'll go back to our seats and we'll take the offering. But here's my question. Are you in? Are you in on continuing that work? Are you in on reaching people for Christ? By the way, someone reached you. And there's a 
I don't know if this is a good thing. There's another you out there. Why don't we go help him? Glad someone reached me. Glad someone cared about me. Let's stand together for a minute. Piano's going to play. If God spoke to your heart about anything, why don't you come? And then when we're done, we'll go back to our seats. We'll take our offering. I don't want to just build a building. I want to do work for God. Let's pray together. Our Father, we thank you for loving us. We thankful, we're so thankful that you not only saved us, but Lord, you want us to be a part of your work on this earth. Like Paul, when he was immediately saved, how you told him you had something for him to do. Lord, it gives us purpose in life. It's also a blessing. Bless now this part of our service where we, we, we take our offering and we commit ourselves to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. By the way, if you're visiting with us this morning, thank you. And um, you didn't know that it was building offering Sunday. We don't expect you to give unless you're wealthy and you have extra, you know, if you got a couple hundred thousand dollars in your pocket and it's like, you know, I was just wondering where I could get rid of it. You can, we'll help you with that. But that's not why. We're not here to get your money. This is our church family and this is what we're doing. Ushers, why don't you come? We're going to pass this out. It's a little, um, it's a commitment card. We'll go over this. And it's our envelope, and it's our pin, okay? It's a pin you can keep by us. Very nice. Super bright. You know, I, I, I understand that times are different this year. The last two years, the offerings we had have been two of our best. It's been incredible, and I thank you for that. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't set goals, right? Like, you know, here's our offering. Here's how much I want us to raise because I just want us to do our best, that's all we can do. I'd hate to set a goal, you know, and then we don't reach it. We sacrifice, and it's like, man, what happened? It's like, no. You just do what God wants you to do. We'll work with what we got. And so thank you for, for being open. If you're new, please, uh, this is, we don't do this every week, so, so give us another shot next week, and, and um, you know, we won't be doing this. But we don't apologize for doing it for our, our people. Let's go over what we're... What, how we'll fill these out. There's two aspects to this that we're asking, and you know this if you've been in church. I'm just reminding you. Um, we, uh, we uh, a cash offering today, an initial cash offering that gives us money there and uh, so we can finish this work here. And by the way, it's not just finishing this building because this building's towards the end. It is also to remodel the other building. That will not take as much. Really, it's just painting and replacing flooring and different things. There's no, there's no, you know, we don't have to, no blueprints, no nothing like that, no, you know, whatever, the city, there's none of that. We're just making it better. By the way, it's been a long time. 
that should have been that should have been done a long time ago but we've been waiting and it won't take a lot it won't mostly just grunt work and making it look nice for the school we can we can pull out the offices that are over there um, we look we have I told you before we have classrooms over there that are offices Sunday school classes and Christian school and they're all three my, my office has been a Sunday school class since I can remember, okay? Um, be nice if they vacuumed. No, I'm kidding. But we're, we're going to make that a little more Spanish Sunday school and for our Christian school, and we'll still use it for other things. It won't take much, but we got to get this done. And so, um, and, and so we've, start, we've, we've been growing and, and serving the Lord and starting things and continuing things, and we want to start more, and this will just help us. And so that's what we're going to do. Don't fill it out yet. I will go over it and show you what we're going to do. Do we have the PowerPoint, guys? Do we? I'm sure. Hey, look at the future is now. All right, so let me just help us with this. We've been doing it for a while. You probably already know I've done mine already. I just got to drop my check in. Um, so, the, so we'll show the commitment card. By the way, this helps us. This is just to help us so we know how much is coming in and we can do the count and know kind of what's going to come in throughout the year um, so that we can plan accordingly. And so that's what this is all about. Look at the commitment card here, guys. Um, that's really nice. It comes in and out. Here we go. Super slow today. Okay, so fill out the commitment card. Personal information, please. Hold on, slow it down. Back it up. I guess they thought back it up means go for. By the way, John Doe doesn't go to our church. And Main Street, that's the wrong zip code. Um, so, oh, we'll just leave it there. So what you do is this. If you're giving a cash gift, what you're giving today. Now, if you're giving it cash or check, write that amount under cash gift. If you gave it through simple give, okay? By the way, if you give on simple give, don't choose building. Choose the now is the time building offering. The other building was for our building commitments up until today. Does that make sense? Our re from last year's campaign. So for this year, uh, put it under the future is now, and we know that it goes there. And then, uh, how? so you can either, if you're making a commitment for the year, you give either weekly or monthly. Now, because of the way we get paid, it's easier for us to do a monthly amount, not weekly, right? We don't get paychecks every week. Ours is a couple times a month. So, so it works better for us to do it that way. Maybe it's better for you to commit a certain amount weekly. So whatever that amount is, if it's a weekly amount, put that amount, and then, here we go, this is really complicated, times 52. How many want to know why is it times 52? Who knows? John? That's how many weeks are in a year. Thank you, John. Um, and then you get that total, and then add it with your cash gift total, and write it at the bottom. Okay, now, the other side, it's perforated, you can tear it, that's for you to keep, okay? Is there anybody here named John Doe? Usually that's when, they, they name people John Doe when they die, right? And they don't know who they are? So I'm pretty sure he's not given, all right? Unless he had us in his will. So, okay, so that's that. Then, next, guys, um, the envelope. So, Fill out the envelope, please. Let's go through this. This is really nice. We should put it on speed dial, though. Here we go. Full name, John Doe. Let me see. John Doe? Come on. John Doe. Look at him. Wow, that was really weird. Okay. 
for, put the amount enclosed in, that, that's your cash gift. Now, if you gave on simple give, count that as a cash gift and, and mark it on there. So you do that, and then, let me see, I'll take mine. So you take this part, you keep it, this part, fold it in half. If you gave on simple give, all you got to do is put this in there. If you have cash or, or a gift, put it in there with this. Do a little, I just, I'm not licking the whole thing. By the way, the whole, th how many of you have ever seen the email? It's like there's like mosquito eggs in there or something. It's, it's not true. Don't worry about that. Okay. Um, anything else, guys? I think, that, I think that's what we're doing here. Thank you for your gift, okay? And so you do that one. I got this one here. That just helps us for our counting. We will announce the total next week, okay? And again, just to thank you, I'm just, we're doing everything we can, and I appreciate that. And, um, okay, let's, uh, are we okay? Enough time there? You said no? Uh, okay, great. All right, let's pray together. Ushers, why don't you come down? You can keep the pen, by the way. That's a really nice pen. I love pens. Whenever we give away a pen, it's like, no, I got to check out what you're giving away. This one looks like a spaceship. It's kind of like, anyhow. All right, here we go. Let's pray. Thank you. That, yeah, I'm glad. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for loving us. Thank you for our folks. Lord, we've been going over this for the past month, a little over a month, and I know we're ready. And Lord, I'm grateful for the generosity of the people in our church. And I'm really excited about the work you're going to continue in the years to come. Lord, work that you'll continue long after we're gone because of the sacrifice of these folks here. Bless this offering. Be with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.